Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another great No Games, No Life, your podcast for a group of friends gathered together on their mics from long distances away to discuss what they're up to and some gaming thrown in there as well. So, you know, that's that's what we do here. Uh, I'm your host, Jelani, uh, and with me today is John. John's here. Hey, coming at you live from the past. Yeah. Jason's realizing that we record this in the past. Hey, Jason's here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason. (laughs) (laughs) And Antonio's here with us. I am here in spirit, at least. Oh, well, yes. In spirit is all we need. That's that's the only way we can record. That's the only way we can record. So, uh, if you guys are joining us as your first time listening to a Pop Samurai product, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You guys can find out all information about our shows and things we do on PopSamurainetwork.com and on our social medias, Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram at Pop Samurai Network. And so keep it locked to that and all the things we do. So, uh, how's everybody doing? Doing fine. Good. Good. Peachy. Good, good. Let's start on the podcast. I was let's 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 start out with the catch up. I want to hear what everybody's doing, uh, watching. Uh, let's not get the gaming yet, but you know, what are we what are we what are we investing in here? So uh, let's start with uh, Jason. Jason, let's start with you. I have been watching more of the anime I talked about last week. Uh, the irresponsible Captain Tyler. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um. I'm just taking my time with it. I like taking my time with a lot of the shows now. Oh. I'll just watch them like two or three episodes at a time, and then I'll take like a couple day break to let it all like sink in. Yeah. So I'm, at, I'm I'm just now getting to like episode twenty out of twenty six. So I'm, I'm almost done with it. Hmm. But it's a lot of fun getting to some major story beats, a lot of sci fi action. Hmm. Um, it's really great about the way that the main character of the show is written, uh, Captain Tyler himself, is that you have this constant kind of internal monologue about whether or not he is an idiot or a genius. <laughs> he really comes off as this big goof, but like the way that he delivers his lines and the, like the confidence that he has, it's just like, Ooh, does he know what he's talking about? Did he do that on purpose? Who knows? You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Uh, have you ever seen the show Steinsgate? I've heard of it. I haven't gotten a rough chance to watch it yet. Yeah, that reminds me of the main character in Steinscape. Oh, like, yeah. He's supposed to be a genius, and he does some pretty genius shit. But when you're when he's talking, you're just like, did he? is he stumbling, and he's just happened to get lucky? Like, mm-hmm. Is he an idiot, really? Mm-hmm. I think that's part of his charm, but I wasn't charmed by it. So oh. he's, like, he's like Mr. Magoo, basically. Just like uh, Mr. Magoo. Kind of like Mr. Magoo. Kind of like Mr. Magoo. He doesn't like literally stumble into things like Mr. Magoo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, isn't Mr. Magoo a literal like he's not like a, a genius? Blind guy. Yeah, he's like a blind guy. I thought. Oh, okay. And he like literally stumbles into things. The Steinsgate guy is like a guy who's supposed to be a scientist, but he's like an idiot, and he talks like an idiot. Like he's just like like a like a like a geeky nerdy idiot guy. And, uh, but he like succeeds at the shit that he's doing. So you think, is this guy just an idiot? Anyway. He could just be an idiot. He really could just be an idiot. That there, folks, is what's called good writing. It's possible. Uh, let's see, what else have I been watching? Pokemon. Pokemon. I want to talk a little bit about Pokemon. You've been watching um, Pokemon? Yeah, the Pokemon Journeys. 
they're putting it out on Netflix as like parts. What's Pokemon um, Journeys? It's just the newest one. Uh, it's the the Galar region deck. Is it the one that where he's got like the little swirlies on his cheek? Um, no, that was a Lola more. He, he was a little more cutesy in Alolo. Now, like, they still kind of have that, but he's a little more um, kind of edged up. Like, he's not as soft looking. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, he's got this little buddy. His name is Go. And Go plays Pokemon Go. He just goes around and, like, throws Pokeballs at literally every Pokemon he finds, and he just catches them. It's really easy. Um, Wait, hold on a second. But, stop. Stop. Okay. Stop. Uh-huh. Describe uh-huh. this. Okay. In the in the show Pokemon, uh huh, there's a character named Go. Yeah, his name is Go. That plays. Is he human? Well, he he's human. Yeah, and it, like it's, they don't actually have Pokemon Go in the world, but like all he does is go around. It's like he doesn't battle Pokemon. He just like runs around and throws Pokeballs at everything, just like in Pokemon Go. And his name is Go, so he is. Literally the personification of Pokemon. So Go. he just has like he has like a a fucking satchel of like empty Pokeballs. He's just throwing Basically, them out there. Yeah, and he's got like hundreds of Pokemon. He's got a lot. In like the first episode, he started catching. He fought. He caught every single bug type of the Kanto region in like five minutes. So you know he's pretty prolific. So he what? just he go he just goes around. Throwing Pokeballs, and he may or may not catch them because he doesn't battle them. Wasn't the whole thing about Pokemon that like it was tough to catch them? Type yeah, thing? but now it's like really easy. You know, you just throw Pokeballs at them. So what the fuck is up with Ash? <laughs> no, yeah, Ash, does the, Ash does it the traditional way. He does it the traditional way. But Ash's team this season is also just like extremely fucking stacked. His first Pokemon he caught was a whole ass Dragonite. Um, the very first Pokemon? Yeah, the first Pokemon he caught in that region was a Dragonite. Okay, but still, like, shouldn't he just be, like, looking at Go and it's like, well, maybe I should just be throwing Pokeballs out? No, it's a philosophy thing, you know? Go's it's a philosophy catch, thing. <laughs> Go's dream is to catch every single Pokemon and eventually catch Mew, you see. So that's all what he's about. But Ash Wait, wants to be Pokemon people know master. about Mew in this? People know about Mew. They meet Lugia in the first episode. This... You're, listen, Pokemon. This is not your kids' po- or your grandpa's. It's Pokemon. not. It's a newer, like kind of more hog wild version, which yeah, I really some, like. I bet what? you there are some grandpas that play Pokemon now. I bet you there are, and I really like it because it's like it feels much more like a celebration, where it's like you have the old shows back when there was only like 150 Pokemon, and it's like so every show is kind of centered around like a single Pokemon. Yeah. But now you see like a bunch of different Pokemon every episode, and it's it's largely thanks to Go because he just goes around and catches everything he sees. So you just get to see a lot more, which I think is nice. Mm. Okay, well, uh, Jason, prediction for you: uh-huh. is, okay. he, is he is he taking is he taking the championship this 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 season? Um, he could. He um Leon showed up a bunch. Like he okay. So also in this season, ranked is real. Like they introduced a ranked system in real life. And Ash is in the ranked system. Is and right like now, D? is he like D ranked or something? He's pretty good already. He's like, um, there's like 10,000 participants. And the last number I saw updated, I think it was he was 1,501 in the rankings. So, you know, he's just, he's getting up there. That's pretty impressive. Okay. Uh, he's working his way up. 
But like I said, his team's also fucking stacked. He got a Dragonite. He got a Gengar. And um, what I really want to talk about is there's this whole episode where he gets an egg. Like this egg calls to him mystically. And oh, they, they he finds totally. its way to the egg. And it's a Riolu. And this Riolu oh, is, is like... Uh, Riolu uh, is the baby form of Lucario. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Got it. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, this Riolu is born to fight. Like as soon as he was born, he runs off in the woods and he just starts fighting everything. And one thing that I really love is that the only move it has is uh, Vacuum Wave, which is a pretty good move. But regardless, it's in the games, it's specifically only a move Lucario can get via an egg move. So you have to breed it, and it has to be hatched from an egg. And in the show, it ha- it was hatched from an egg, and it has Vacuum Wave. And I'm just like, I love that. It like People on the staff care. like They know what they're doing when they incorporate those kind of like little details in. Oh. I really love that. But um, what I don't like is that this Riolu is basically like a whole tiny child just like in a Pokemon body. Like it like it's already like shaped like a little boy. <laughs> it's just like a little dog boy, but also like it has thoughts and feelings and dreams and like ambition. Does it just, and it's just like it a talk? hair's breadth away from being able to talk. It's oh, okay. like it's like right. barking at Ash, like trying to communicate its thoughts to it. Well, I mean, it's like you were having like that, competent, too. full, complete thoughts. Pikachu is kind of like that, but I I keep telling people like Pikachu is more like a dumb baby, though. Like, yeah, it sometimes has thoughts, but it's also just like a dumb baby. But like this Riolu is like ninety nine percent sentient, and it's like it belongs to Ash, like property of ash it's really weird dude i think you're misremembering pikachu my guy like no i watched the anime a lot more than you do i'll have you know (laughs) (laughs) it's true but like pikachu was like pretty sentient in a way that made me uncomfortable in a way but it's still like an animal like it still behaves like an animal and like this real is just like a whole person just like am i misremembering the pokemon the first movie movie like Pikachu is a whole last human being. Oh, only some, only when it was sad and crying over the dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, running around in circles. Only, like, only when it's like I don't want to fight you, bro. And the other Pikachu's like, but I'm gonna fight you, bro, and start slapping the shit out of him. And yeah. like that's the only moment when he's like sentient. <laughs> yeah, like otherwise he like he chases animals and runs around in circles and shit, and like eats berries. Like it's a, a dumb animal. But like, Wait, Yolu's more sentient than that. Well, it's like it's like a practically a person. It's like communicating with its <laughs> trainer. It's just like instead of words coming out, it's barks, and it's just weird to me because it's just like a like Ash, this ten year old boy, is now in charge of like this tiny little baby boy. I don't know, man. Do that. They do that with uh, they do that with uh, Ghost Score Bunny as well. Yeah, he had a score bunny, but now it's evolved into a raboot. And if you know the line, it's like score bunny is like a tiny baby boy, and then raboot's like a teenager, and then like, um, and uh, and and Cinder Ace, that's not right. The big one is like kind of a young adult. Um, but now it's a raboot, and because it's a teenager, it's like really edgy now. Like it doesn't, it's like an awkward like preteen boy now, so it does kind of act that way. But it's also Okay, huh. so like I'm not trying to shit on the things that you're saying. Okay, uh-huh. it's starting to sound like I'm like I'm confrontational. I'm really not. But 
Didn't Charmeleon have that same situation going on? Yeah, no, it absolutely did. Like that, oh, like when it when it evolved, like it was like a little baby, uh-huh. and and it needed to be taken care of, and then it evolved into Charmeleon, and it was like a little sassy, an edgy teen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Jason, what are the features of of this Riolu that make it more human than like other Pokemon? Well, clearly, like has dreams and desires. Like it was born for some sort of like destiny because it was like a special egg that waited until it like the right trainer found it, and that was Ash, of course. Um, so like it clearly like had a goal in mind and as soon as it was born it went off to like start training so like it was it's like clearly got some sort of like destiny in mind does it ever go like ash i want to go to school please send me to school well it it runs off and when it's like running off and fighting it eventually stumbles upon an onyx and like an onyx is going to kick this baby level one reel's ass right but um Ash eventually catches up to it. Pikachu starts fighting the Onyx, and like he's he's like striking this really heroic pose, and like Real is standing behind him, and his his eyes are wide, his mouth is agape. He's like, "Oh, that guy's so cool!" <laughs> and then it like kicks Pikachu out of the way, and he's like he's like barking at Ash, he's, and he's like, "You got to tell me what to do. Like, train me, make me stronger." And that's kind of like how he eventually like agrees to work with Ash. But it's like he's like agreeing to work with ash like he's he knows the the partnership and how things work and he's like yes i will let you own me so i can become stronger to get to my goal and i just think it's super weird Hmm. i can see why that would be weird yeah i for sure don't like this i like it it's just (laughs) it's off a weird vibe (laughs) but it's fun the animation's nice you you know they're really just having fun with it like the Rabu in one episode, he uh the score bunny when they meet the score bunny, he's like a little Pokemon gang leader, and then he leaves and he travels with Go, and then eventually the Raboot he find they go to the Hoenn region because that's what they do. They like they work for this rich uh scientist basically and they just get to go all around the world, like wherever they want to go. Uh so they go to the Hoenn region for this episode, and Raboot finds some more Pokemon who are in need of help, and he becomes a gang leader again, and he has a dance battle with these Loudrids, and I think that was a lot of fun. Um, Jesus. So, I don't know. I've, I'm really enjoying it. This is a lot of nonsense. I just heard a yeah, lot of... Yeah. I just heard oh, a, a lot, lot of, non- of nonsense words that just happened right there. <laughs> you gotta check up on the core concepts, alright? Rabbit, know. gang leader, dance battle. That's what you need to know. What's the, what's the appeal is it a de-exploration of the Pokemon universe? Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's new stuff that sometimes do the Dynamax stuff. There's, like, I mean, some if you've been following it for a long time, like, for the first time, like, Ash's team is, like, extremely stacked. Like, he's getting fully evolved Mons, so that's exciting. But, like, where eventually that might go to if he had, like, he's in the rank system. So he's going to face stronger, stronger people, and he's going to have cool Mons to do it with. Is um, it, um... Are the the fights that he gets into well, when he's like doing the fun stuff? Um, are those m- more exciting now than they were in the past? They're better animated, that's for sure. Okay, like they're yeah. like they're like um like like fun action scenes, or are they yeah really, like, yeah they're a lot of fun action. And with the the way that the that I would say the last season more so the Alolo season, they really got to play around a lot with the animation where they could do these like really wacky, goofy, sometimes like really well drawn animated stuff because they like dialed back 
the animation quality overall a little bit so they can have more room to like play around. Oh, okay. Um okay. Team Rocket's there. Team Rocket, um they they have this this like uh pin uh ran, random ball dispenser machine thing. Um what do you like a capsule machine? Yeah. This Pelopo will come by, it works for Team Rocket, and the Pelopo will drop this capsule machine and it gives Team Rocket two random strong Pokemon to use for whatever fight they're in. So that's a lot of fun. You get to just showcasing like strong Pokemon that Team Rocket gets to mess around with for, for one episode. It's a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. It's Pokemon. All it's right. fun. Cool. Anything else besides Pokemon? Godzilla. Oh, good. Yes, Godzilla. If anybody has support not seen Godzilla, Godzilla, support your local Godzilla king of monsters. Support you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, not much to say about that that hasn't been said. It was really fun. Ghidorah was cool. Still so good. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, Antonio, what you been up to? Ah, uh, okay. Well, I guess. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fine, all right. Um... I've been watching a lot of The Office still. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or painting? Yep. While I paint, I have gotten to the end of uh, season... Saber hasn't bought them out yet. So, like, it's Mm. like season... But it's after the the Michael Scott Paper Company stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, So, it's... uh, They just got married. Uh, Pam and Jim just got married. They got back Uh, from the honeymoon. That's where I am. He just got made... The, the manager <laughs> oh boy so if you haven't listened to this if you haven't watched this uh, i hate to break it to you uh so uh i finished my um oh i can i can uh share that with you guys too so as you guys remember i was working on my red versus blue squad yeah for yes yeah uh for my big my big launch on reddit again mm-hmm. and i did it here's the picture you guys will laugh boom boom so i i tagged it with the uh catchphrase or with the line um we're about to get a lehman russ which is a tank in um in warhammer mm-hmm. yeah. the line was we're about to get a lehman russ in the very next drop and you're worried about chicks yeah uh-huh. and so um <laughs> and so it went over pretty well not as well as last time i was i was really expecting a big blowout like last time when I posted the Master Chief one, I got like 8.4 thousand likes. Uh, this time I expected more than that. I actually only got 1.4 thousand likes. Didn't wow. get anywhere near the front page this time, but got a lot of love. I got Reddit gold for the first time. When I posted Master Chief, I got oh, 20 boy. awards. I got 20 awards when I posted uh, Master Chief, but I didn't get a single gold. Um, this time I got Reddit gold, which was really interesting. For, never for had people Reddit. who don't know, like me, because I'm not a Reddit person, what does that mean? Yeah. Reddit, uh, so Reddit Gold is so you can get awards uh, gifted to you in, in, like on top of um, the upvotes. Mm-hmm. So when you post something on Reddit, if people like it, they upvote it. And upvotes, generally speaking, are the things that get you to the front page. You've got like twenty thousand upvotes, you're getting there. But uh, apart from upvotes, you can also get um, awards, and awards are just like cool little flair that your post gets. Mm-hmm. Except for there are. Th- three that give you or four that give you um reddit premium so when somebody uh gives you a gold award or higher so there's gold platinum and then there's two made up ones uh like like made up name things Mm -hmm. uh they give you reddit reddit premium for a little while longer and it just like a no ads version of reddit 
but also access to Reddit premium only boards, which are not anything that I've like looked at yet, but they're like special boards for rich folk or whatever, you know, like that, that's like the, the air that they're trying to present. They're like the, the, uh, like VIP boards. Um, but like I said, I haven't even looked at them yet. This all sounds incredibly complex and arbitrary for a meme based website. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, um, there's not a lot of point to any of it. Um, but it, except for how many eyes look at your stuff. So anyway, I opened up a shop uh, to sell the heads that I printed, yeah. and I've sold 120 of them, which was really nice. There you go. Um, what are you selling for? A uh, dollar a head. Sure. And then, um, uh, so right now I'm I'm working on the logo for the storefront and all that. I decided to call it uh, Solar Core Forge. Mm. And uh, I have the the storefront on Etsy, and uh, yeah, I, I've, I'm selling some. There's there's a dude in uh, the the furthest one away is Canada, um, and there's a bunch of people in the United States, some California, some in Michigan, some in Illinois that have bought them. And uh, so because that went well, I think I'm gonna commission another head. I'm gonna do the um uh like a uh, UNSC style Marine head. Uh, for Imperial Guard, and then I'll have the combo, so you can buy the heads uh, for both the Guard and for the Spartans. And if uh, people keep buying them, I'll keep making them. Uh, so the next one after that, I'll I'll do is the like the ODST helmet, and then I'll start doing some of the different Spartan helmets. And then I think the last one that I'm going to do is the Hayabusa helmet, which is like the really special one from Halo Three mm. that everybody liked. Uh, and I think I'm going to do the Batman one next, too, so that I can get that one uh, nice and locked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I've been working on that. Um, I painted a Death Guard Marine uh, that I finished yesterday, too. This one's for a commission. Uh, and I'll send it to you guys so you can check out uh, what that looks like. Um, here's two pictures of it. Uh, and that one I finished yesterday. Uh, and I set up my home studio, so now I have a place to paint here at the house. Ooh. Ooh. That guy's chunky. Yeah, that guy's a chunk. I like the pus on his gaping wounds. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I tried really hard with that pus. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been watching, and that's what I've been doing with my free time all right very cool all right moving over to john john what you been up to buddy can we have a fucking side tangent about mr magoo can we i I fucking can we ever i have i i had no idea who this character was when i referenced him earlier i had no idea he was like a blind guy and that he was like an offensive fucking character is that like a re- is is that like actually like a thing or like I don't know I'm confused about Mr. Magoo I've wait, never seen you, the show I just referenced it because I knew I I looked him up and I was like wait he's just like a blind guy I thought he was just like some dumb idiot who like always bumbles into things <laughs> I didn't I didn't I'm not familiar with the source material at all but I just used it because I thought it was like a thing and I thought I understood it but I guess not so yeah. Mr. Magoo is just like a blind guy then so I okay so. I okay, so here Jelani's backstory with Mr. Magoo, right? Huh? The only the only reference I have for Mr. Magoo, because I've never watched the the original 
like cartoon or whatever it was uh, that was made. Uh, my only reference for Mr. Magoo was the Le- the Leslie Nielsen like oh. uh, a movie that they made. Right. Okay. Um, and the only thing I know from that is that he was just an older gentleman who uh, refuses to admit that he's going blind, like or oh. he has, that he has really bad eyesight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he just like thinks that he can see perfectly fine, and he just like is like bumbling through everything because um, he refuses to accept that. Um, but also at the same time, in the in that movie, um, it was very much like I was watching a Naked Gun movie because he was also very uh, uh, um, funny. I would say <laughs> I don't know okay. what it is. Uh, he was bumbling at the same time. So, like, I, okay. I, would, I would say that, you know, I, I mean, again, I don't have any reference for it. I don't know if it's offensive. I mean, I don't think he was just, like, born blind and then, like, they just made it as a cartoon where it's like, oh, haha, look at oh, this blind okay. guy. I think it was just, like, uh, an older gentleman who refuses to wear glasses and then he just gets in the hijinks because of that. I, I don't know. Okay. Um. But that's my reference for it. I don't know if anybody else has any idea behind it, but that's the tangent that I got so far. Okay, I googled, is Mr. Magoo offensive? And the top result says, was Mr. Magoo funny? Yes. Is he funny now? No, according to the Baltimore Sun. So I'm going to go with that answer. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably the right answer. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Uh, one oh, are we... Sorry? Just, are, we, uh, are we DJing in the background here? Jason, yeah. turn your phone off. What? Me? Wow, yeah. wow Jason. Uh, what the hell? Jason. If it was my phone, it would be Luigi's Mansion music. <laughs> I don't even believe you right now. That sounds oh. like something that would be on your phone. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jason calling people fools. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I am a big fan of that, too. All right, John. Let's get back, let's get back off tangent. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, let's move on. All right, so me and my girlfriend have been watching this show. It's called The Third Day. It's on HBO. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the movie The Wicker Man, but it's a lot like that. Mm. Mm. Are you guys familiar with The Wicker Man? Uh, That's the Nicolas Cage movie. (laughs) Yes, it's a Nicolas Cage movie, but it's also... Yeah, yeah, it's the movie where he's like, Ah, not the bees! bees! (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm familiar with Wicker Man. I'm also familiar with the uh the classic uh Wicker Man movie that was actually more well received. But yes. Yeah, yeah. The classic Wicker Man movie is great. Uh it's got Christopher Lee in it. He plays like the uh, like the the leader of the island or whatever. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, this movie The Third Day, it's basically like the same kind of premise where this guy like goes to an island uh and then he, like all of like the people are like really creepy and he doesn't really like his their customs are very like very like strange so he's not quite sure what to make of them is this the one with jude uh, law yes it is the one with jude law okay yeah it's very good so far i think there's a new episode coming out today uh and uh i'm interesting i'm interested to see where it goes is this horror it's, I wouldn't say it's a horror. It's more like a thriller, I'd say. And it's got like it's got lots of like like hallucinatory like elements too. Like it's very like kind of trippy sometimes. Oh, oh, hallucinatory! I forgot to tell you guys about my big, big my big trip that I took. Oh, oh uh, shit! Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe <laughs> off podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> continue, John. Uh, but yeah, the, that's been really good. Uh, and then. Also, me and my girlfriend yesterday we watched uh, we watched Over the Garden Wall, which I'm not sure. Yeah, if you guys oh, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Man, that's, that's one of those like uh, when I finally get to it, I'll find I'll be like ah, and now I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely recommend it. It's like super duper good. For those who aren't familiar, it's basically kind of like it's it's this cartoon mini series created by Cartoon Network, and it's basically uh, it's this show about these two brothers who are lost in this kind of like enchanted wood type of deal, and it's very like fall and autumnal like theme. It's very like Halloweeny. It's just like it's really festive, and I really really like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's really, really good all around. Definitely a big recommend. It is very good. I watch it every year on Halloween. Has some deep meaning Uh, too, I think, behind it. It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's like, I I, I was watching, uh, or my girlfriend was watching a few videos and she pointed out, well, I mean, I mean, she like watched somebody point out that basically it's like a retelling of the story of like Dante's Inferno, where it's about like, like the, these like person uh, like this person like going deeper and deeper into like this kind of like enchanted space and like figuring out like who they are mm. stuff like that oh that's interesting but oh yeah over the garden wall definitely recommend yeah. it was a fantastic series i remember the first time i watched it and you get like at the the very end and you get a flash of like light that like goes over the the beast huh yeah. yeah oh yeah that's super like creepy. a flash second you like you see what it looks like i remember like i i had to go back because i was like oh i wonder if i can like get that and i i, I nailed it like I, I saw the beast in all of its glory and it's like wow what a horrible creature that is yeah yeah oh seeing the beast in all of its glory and and what a horrible creature it is it reminds me of the trip that i just took I, I oh. <laughs> oh he really wants to talk about it <laughs> No, Maybe no, no. that could be enough. That could be off. That's off podcast good. stuff. That's off <laughs> podcast stuff. All right. Continuing. John, anything uh, else? You know, I had a third thing, but I don't remember what it was. I think it was the Mr. Magoo thing. So yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> of if, course. Anto- if Antonio wants to talk about his trip, he can. Oh no, no, I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, moving on to what we're watching, stuff like that. Uh, oh, that's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's all me yay hey uh for me i've been watching uh i catching up on the the boys still very good uh i think i'm waiting for this i think this is the season finale that's coming up uh yeah this uh this next friday is the last episode yes so uh if you guys are looking forward to um if you guys are waiting to binge it all the way through friday is the day to do it as uh then we get the last episode of the season still man really great good stuff um i think i talked about last week i think i was i was watching through uh season two of uh doom patrol as well which is also yeah, yeah, in yeah. the same vein of it every um, time you say doom patrol i think paw patrol <laughs> <laughs> yeah so got through it i still i i really enjoyed it i after w- watching season two it's very much i'm missing alan tudyk who was an outstanding villain in the first season um i miss his character a lot and i miss his narrations um because he was very much like an um like a that's a type of villain who was very omniscient omniscient Mm -hmm. i can't speak omniscient Uh, omniscient yes uh so he he, his character was it was very well done uh in i would say 98 percent of the season of the first season but uh he made that first season what it was and so very much miss alan tudyk in this uh, hope they bring him back um but yeah so that was uh finished watching that uh i've been kind of just going through and watching a bunch of old shit so it's nothing new um 
so that's pretty much all I've been doing my time there watching stuff. So, uh, and then of course, uh, besides that, I've been kind of going through some, um, some horror stuff, kind of prepping for this month with a bunch of horror talk we're doing on the other show. So I've been watching some international horror movies and things like that. I don't know if you guys are big horror fans or things like that. So, uh, uh, I don't. I think that was a John saying yes, possibly. That was me. That was me saying yes. Yes. I'm yes. the opposite of a horror movie fan. Yes. So. And actually, tonight after the podcast, I'm going to be watching two horror movies back to back: Halloween and Hereditary. And oh, from what boy. I hear, Hereditary not a great movie for people who don't like horror movies. So. <laughs> yeah. I've never. Yeah. I've never seen that one, but I hear it's very good. Yeah, I would. It's 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 gonna be interesting. I, w- I it's it's interesting to, to to find out what you're gonna think of those movies. Uh, I would love to hear about it. Um, but yeah, I've been going through and watching. I I I very much stick to a lot of like the international horror stuff. So I've been going through and uh, kind of either either rewatching some old stuff, um, um, some old J horror, or uh, going through and uh, watching just some old fan favorites. Um, Highly recommend if anybody's looking for a good zombie film. Train to Busan is a really great film. Mm. Um, really love that film. Um, I don't know, John. Have you seen it? I saw that recently, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Train to Busan is really good. I like. Yeah, that. yeah. I like that film. Train to Busan is a Korean film. Uh, it's fairly recent. I think within the last five years um but it, it's uh it's basically a take on on the zombie genre um it's about this uh father who is taking uh his uh daughter to um uh hand over to uh his uh ex-wife um for the for the holiday um and they're on a train and uh the zombie outbreak happens while they're on uh this train and so Basically, it's it's zombies plus train, um, but it's actually very well done. Um, the it's actually kind of like refreshing for a zombie genre. Um, it came out at a time for me when I was like, oh, and I'm very over zombie movies. Um, but this uh, movie with the characters and what they develop with them, and uh, I thought it was very well done. So um, I like it a lot. Uh, there's uh, it's so it's a really great film. I enjoyed it. So. Uh, if you're looking for some refreshing zombie film, um, check that out. Yeah. I've been watching Z Nation. Yeah. That's it's probably also... not refreshing for zombie films. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more fun than Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, Walking Dead. Oh, God. Oh, I uh, ran into a lot of the backlash um, from what you were talking about in Magic the other day. Oh, yeah. Jason, oh yeah, yeah. Some, the, the uh, some people that, that's right. Yeah, speaking of Walking Dead, there were some people that walked into my store and they were looking to get into Warhammer because they wanted to get out of Magic, specifically because of what was going on with the um, with the uh, Walking Dead cards. And they started talking about it. And I'm like, hey, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah they were still really talking, pissed off about it. They're still talking about it. Yeah, wow. people are mad. People well, are very, very mad. Two sentence recap. What, what what was the recap on that, Jason? Um, special special Walking Dead cards are being released in a very limited fashion. That people are afraid that if they become too good, that uh, prices are going to skyrocket. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a it's an obvious cash cash grab from Wizards, yeah. basically. Yeah, that sucks. 
There you go. Yeah, well. All right. So weird. Like, like I would say, uh, like, because it takes place, because, because The Walking Dead takes place in our reality. So why it just doesn't seem like a very good series for a crossover. Does it take What's place right? in our reality? I thought it did. Does well, I mean, well. not in our literal reality, but like it takes place on Earth. And I feel like, like I, as far as I know, like Magic the Gathering doesn't have like stuff take place on Earth, right? Like it's all different fantasy realms and stuff. Yes. But, you know, it's very popular and it'll, you know, make a lot of money. Weren't there so, kaiju right. cards at one point, Jason? Weren't there what? Kaiju cards at one point? Yeah, those are fairly recent. And um, those were released a lot better because they were released as alternate arts for already existing cards. See, that's weird. Like, what, why didn't they do well, that? You know? So apparently all of the secret layer cards have been like a whole different thing every time, no? Yes, so the secret layers come out in themed sets. But the themed sets have also like worked differently. Like the first one was just alternate art, but then the another one was like straight up you can't use these or stuff like that, no? Um, I think there was a I don't think there's any straight up you can't use these. They're usually just alternate arts of pre-exist, pre-existing good cards. Um but they are like there has been controversy with them in the past because there's been like a set where it was just pretty much five basic lands, but with Godzilla in the background on on them, and they sold them for like fifty bucks or something. So it's yeah, it's been a controversial thing. There's been some highs and lows with it. Hmm. I, you know, I've had my fair share. I've bought a couple, and the last one never came. So you know, oh well. <laughs> All right. All right, well, and that's pretty much all I've been watching. So uh, let's move over to what we're playing. I want to hear about the games, guys. And uh, let's see if we did better this week. Jason, what you been playing? I have been playing Hearthstone. Oh, boy. Yay. Boy. Um, no, because I have my laptop again. So I could start playing Hearthstone again, which was fun. Um, I got it back just in time. There's a, a new event that had just come out at the time. Uh, they're battlegrounds mode got a bunch of new heroes a bunch of new cards so i played the shit out of that for a while um and then i started getting back into the standard scene uh antoine or not antoine antonio you'd know something about what i'm saying here i started playing a very aggressive totem shaman deck oh fun dude those totem so the last time i played totem shaman was when uh like that was really picking up some steam and there mm-hmm. were some stupid cool cards for that. Yeah, they're, they're starting to get to the point where there's some really good cards and support for it. Uh, there's the, notably the Totem Golem, which is a 5-cost, which recently got buffed. It's a 5-cost five 5-5 five, five now, um, Overload 1, but then when it dies, it summons a copy of all your totems. But um, it also this deck is really high variance. There's some super high rolls that you can get like really early on that make unwinnable situations for your opponents because you have a a card that at the end of the turn it randomly casts a spell that costs three or less. So oh, there's great. a lot of variance there. And sometimes, you know, I've had games where it's just like, what could you possibly do against this? And then other times it just kills itself. And it's like, okay, well, you know, highs and lows. Mm. Um, yeah, and you can have it just has serious burst potential, but um, that's been a lot of fun. I mean, are you still doing the um, the like? make a copy of this totem and yeah. it like has the same stats and 
Like, you give all your totems, like, plus two, plus two type shit. It's like, plus, like, give a totem plus two, plus two, make a copy of it. Um, Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking love that one. Extra attack, yeah. So it has, like, because of the totem golem, like, it has ways where your, your board's kind of protected, where if you kill it, it makes four more guys, and then I'm running, like, bloodlusts and, like, other ways to buff my minions, and I all of a sudden I can kill you next turn. So it's huge burst potential, um, not a lot of consistency. But yeah. it's a lot of fun. Other things I've been playing, I have been playing Smash. Yeah, Ooh. you have. Yeah, um, in preparation... Uh, you know, new character announced. So the yeah. biggest character sure announcement ever, guys. Yeah. But I started playing again just because the roommate wanted to. Was it not play. a big character announcement? I thought everybody was freaking out. It was huge. It was the, one of the biggest character announcements of all time. And I'm sure like, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, gonna, we're like, definitely going to talk even, about it. You guys aren't even being facetious, though. Like, that's like real shit, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it's real. It's real. It's big news. But and I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Okay, no, no. It sounds like the way that Jason's saying it is that yeah, every time, this, every single yeah. time, he doesn't change his tone. Yeah, it sounds sure. like he's completely hundred percent just like yeah, sh- f- fuck yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's super great. I don't know. It like you're being sarcastic, so I'm just <laughs> like okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm being an asshole or not, but I feel like Jason's being sarcastic, but I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. But um, in the meantime, I've been playing Mewtwo. Ooh, oh, fun. look at you. Yeah so weird but i was like okay you know i'm trying to diversify a little bit might as well fuck around with youtube for a couple days i guess yeah, <laughs> with, uh, fun. he is fun i've had limited success yeah <laughs> um i mean the last session i had like he definitely kind of pulled ahead of me at the uh un- unattainable re- uh, distance but you know what are you gonna do yeah uh, and then I haven't been playing this game, but something I didn't want to talk about is something I didn't mention in the chat that uh, Borderlands is getting a tabletop RPG. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be buying that. I'm going to buy the deluxe edition. And it comes with uh, these little, like, a bunch of figurines, a bunch of cards, play mat, like a DM screen and everything in the book, Fuck of yeah. course. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's going to be cool. God, I really can't wait. It? Would you run I'm, it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it. Um, it's it's kind of a shame because I would absolutely like to play it, but I'm sure no one else would want to run it, so I'm gonna run it. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That game's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, you never and know. I've been, yeah, you never know. But once once you run it with someone, they might get the idea of just like, hey, I want to run it now. You know? So yeah, that's true. Um, I I it's been a a, a lot on my mind lately because uh, last week me and my roommate played through the newest DLC of Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. which is called Psycho Krieg and the uh, Fantastic uh, Fuster Cluck. Yeah, Fantastic Fuster Cluck. Um, which is a lot of fun. I was really looking forward to it because it's all centered around Krieg, who's my favorite character from the last game. He's one of the playable characters. He's a psycho. He's all about melee. Um, but he's also like one of the more complex characters in terms of like backstory because something happened in his past that made him the way that he is now. And if we finally get to delve in and learn about that, and it was all very interesting and a lot of fun. Um, that's about it. Those are the games I've been playing. Cool, right. cool, cool. Uh, I think we're going over to Antonio. What have you been playing? Uh, 
so I've been having a blast playing a game called... Okay, so this is the only game I've been playing. I, I really hate to break it to you guys. Um, but I have been playing a game called... Um, uh, fuck, what's it called? Terraria. No. Um, Warhammer. Um, stop. <laughs> I actually I actually didn't play Hearthstone. Warhammer this weekend. Oh! Uh, yeah, this weekend uh, I went to go play Warhammer, forgot my models at my store, and so... Forgot wow. all your models? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't do it. I packed my, my uh, 40k stuff, mm. uh, but I was planning on playing uh, AOS, and I thought I was packing everything, like even, I even remembered, which I, I, I keep forgetting every week, but I even remembered like my dice and my ruler and all that. And so I was like, okay, here we go, you know, let's do it. And I opened up my trunk and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot my Seraphon. So like, I, yeah, I wasn't able to play this weekend. <laughs> but I did play a game called Kingdom Rush Frontiers. Oh, uh, you talked about Kingdom Rush had four, right? Yeah, a long time ago, I must have. Right. Uh, but Kingdom Rush is, do you guys know Kingdom Rush? Are you guys aware of Kingdom not. Rush? Recap first. I think, you I think you touched on it before, but I, I, I don't remember. I'm vaguely remembering it. Like war game, so, isn't it? No, Kingdom Rush is a um, uh, what are they called? A tower defense game. Yeah. Oh, so uh, it's it's I don't. Do you guys have you guys ever played tower defense? Do I have to explain? This? I I absolutely love tower defense games. I don't know about it. I'm else. familiar with it. I'm not big on it, uh, but you guys know what it is. Yes. Yeah. You place right. you place uh, either troops or towers or things like that along a pathway and try and yes. like uh, yeah to stop the 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 waves the waves of enemies that come through yeah yeah so um kingdom rush uh they have like four or five games now on mobile and that's when i really fell in love with it i, I love the mobile games I, they were huge time wasters uh because it's like a really massive game and the more you unlock the cooler it gets and it really does get very cool um and so i finally got the uh pc version mm -hmm. and uh and so i've been playing the pc version uh, and I'm like seven or eight levels in out of like thirty levels. Uh, so so and but I'm playing it all on on a harder difficulty, not on like expert, but on like hard. And so it's also very frustrating because even at hard, it's pretty fucking hard. And so like I'm just kind of having it's the experience the of like, huh? It's in the name. Yeah, it's getting so like. Generally speaking, hard is normal, and normal is baby. And and like easy is like for I don't know babies for babies. So Bad like uh, I generally start at at hard because hard is like for normal adults, but uh, not this game. Now hard is like it's really punishing, and so I I have um, instead of progressing through the maps what i've been doing is i've just been replaying the earlier levels and getting the like the bonus stuff out of them so that i can have more points to put into my tech tree at the later levels mm -hmm. but even the earlier levels at the like higher stages like the special versions of them to get the like the more the extra points are pretty fucking punishing so like I've been having a rough time with this game, but I love it. Like it's it's um it's a really cool, just kind of like you got like twenty minutes to burn. Easy to just jump into a game, burn it, burn it through, and then just be like, okay, I'm I'm done. Especially since I get so fucking frustrated with it that it's easy to turn it off. You know, like if I've just got like a like before I was um uh, starting to do this podcast with you guys today, I was just kind of sitting around, and I was like, because uh, I had finished what I was doing a little earlier than I. Uh, 
than I intended to. And so I just had a little bit of time to kill. And I was just like, oh, I'll play a couple of games of uh, of Kingdom Rush. And then I played two games and I was just like, fuck this dumbass game. And I stopped it. But like, like I love that because it like it, there's no incentive to burn like nine hours on it. It's just like you're in it. You're done. And so, yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Yeah, so, great. Yeah, the, the Kingdom Rush, the, the, every single time you bring up this game to me, I'm always like, God, this sounds so familiar to me. And I realize why now, because I'm at a computer now, I can double check. But there's a tabletop game of this. Uh, there's a board game. Yes. Oh. I don't remember that. That's yeah. re- that's recent, uh, as of like last Christmas season, I think. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm trying to remember what, what this game is. Because uh, I, I, I used to be, I used to play a lot of tower defense games on my phone as well. Um, but I don't think I ever came across this one. But uh, I remember coming across the board game uh, before. And uh, looked pretty cool. A lot of minis. Really cool stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's go over to John. John, what you been playing? All right. So I, as you guys may remember from last time, mm-hmm. uh, I elved into the world of Skyrim modding. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, cool. that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, like, pretty much all, like, last week and this week, I, that's basically just, like, what most of I had been doing, was I was basically just, like, making mods and stuff. And then I think uh, a few days ago, I was like, okay, you know, I've been making mods all week. It's time to actually, like, sit down and play some Skyrim. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, I, I, I get all the mods that I want, and I make sure that everything's, like, good. And then I'm like, okay, time to go. And also, I'm just going to make sure that all my mods work uh, for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I go into the game, and uh, it was a bug with one of my mods. And I'm oh. like, God, God damn it. Now I can't play Skyrim. <laughs> now I've got to fucking fix the bug. So I spent like a day doing that. Uh, and then, you spent like, a day doing that? Yeah, basically. Like, like what was that process like? Uh, well, because I think the, the problem was like... Uh, one feature of my mod where you're like, you're supposed to drop... Uh, like stuff when you get hit a part of that mod like wasn't working and i i basically was just like trying to like diagnose what the problem is so basically what you do is that you go into the uh uh into the skyrim creation kit which is like what you use to like, actually like like mod the software and you basically like make a change and then you load up skyrim and you go see if it changed anything and uh, you basically just keep doing that until you find out what the problem is and then you try to fix it and then if you do that up for a while and you don't get any results, you, you I normally like go on Google and try to figure out like if somebody like Google, somebody like posted a solution on there. Uh, but no, yeah, this this problem was really annoying, but it turned out it was like something like pretty simple. Basically, what was happening was that uh, some of the files uh, that were being used for the mod were being overwritten by another mod that I had. Mm. Uh, so basically... Uh, I, I I I managed to fix that like pretty easily once I found out, but by then it had already been like a day. So yeah, uh, yeah. And so then after that, I was like, okay, well now everything's like fixed for the most part. Uh, it's time to start my game of Skyrim. And then thinking about it, I'm just like, nah, I don't need to play Skyrim now. So I didn't <laughs> play Skyrim. <laughs> okay, so you just so you so you've been still. Think around with the mods this week. Oh, no. I think I just played Smash instead, basically. I think because whenever I do Skyrim, I always like to I always like to put a lot of like like work into like the character, like backstory and stuff like that when I make them. And I just like wasn't really feeling it at the time. So I was like, you know what? I'll (laughs) I'll definitely come back to this later. But uh, not right now. I know that I just spent like, you know, two weeks 
working on Skyrim, but I'm not actually going to play Skyrim right now. So you, that was my like, uh, like you got burnt out, or are you just giving yourself a little bit of time, or what? I'm just giving myself a little bit of time, just because, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not feeling a playthrough of Skyrim right now. Like, I, I was feeling it when I first started, and then I got into modding. I got distracted. And I started doing that, but like now, I don't really feel it. But I'll definitely probably feel it within the next month or so, and then I'll definitely start a game. That happened nice. to me with Fallout Four the last time too where i was like oh man time to like load my whole game up with a shit ton of mods and i'll be so fucking happy when i'm playing the game and i loaded my whole game up with mods and i was like ah, ah i'll do it later so oh, yeah was that so you set yourself up just to burn yourself out i mean it's not like i'm i mean because it's a little bit disappointing but also it's like it, i had a fun time doing it so mm-hmm. it's it's all good sure mm. Uh, how many mods did you make all together? Uh, so currently, okay, so currently on the Skyrim Nexus, which is the, the like basically like the website where everybody posts their mods, I currently have three mods on there, uh, but I made a bunch of other mods too that I didn't post just because like I, 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 I really like tinkering with like really small like changes that like affect like big parts of the game. And like... I could have posted those on Skyrim Nexus, but also it's like the changes are like so easy to make. Like other people have made mods that are like so similar. I don't really feel the necessity to post those yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe I'll post those someday, but like I, I want to make sure that like there's not like some other like big idea for a mod I can like add that mod into, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I can't like make the current like little mods that I made into like one big mod. But yeah. Okay. So basically, I overall I posted three mods, but I've probably made about like seven mods in total, uh, which were the extra ones were like were like smaller mods, basically. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, nice. All right, and that's all you played. Oh uh, yeah, other than that, I just played some Smash. Uh, I picked up uh, Rosalina as a character, which has oh. been it's been pretty fun actually. <sighs> <laughs> all, all right, tell us what you really feel. Yeah, tell us Ugh. how you really feel, Jason. Ugh. Yeah, Jason. You don't like Rosalina? I do not like Rosalina. I'm not. Jason goes Jason just was like, I I'm actually not being uh sarcastic right now. I'm I'm actually happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like I'm being sarcastic. Boring, lame. Rosalina is not boring uh, and lame. Um agree to disagree on that one, Chief. You can fucking shoot Luma out and then fucking oh. hit him with the Luma. You sure can, buddy. Yeah. Of course. I don't want to talk about Luma. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, all right. What can you really say? She's boring. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> all right then. All right. Moving all right. On, I guess I've struck a nerve, so we can move <laughs> on. All right, moving on. Uh, for me, uh, I've been playing more Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I've been slowly cool. making my way through that game. Uh, you know, it's one of those games uh, that I really absolutely love, but I don't want to rush. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to just binge through it. I want to let it sit in every single time I go into it. Uh, just like what Jason's been doing with his viewing experience. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it with this game because this game uh, I absolutely am in love with. Um, and I could see myself just playing hours and hours of mm-hmm. it, but I also don't want to burn myself out of it i want to absorb it come back to it here in good bursts um so 
um yeah i i've i've been going through and just like traveling uh the land uh that they they gave you in the world i've been going on cool like cool missions looking for legendary items um that are uh legendary missions in the world which are really fucking cool um been having some really good fun moments uh hunting those items down and um they kind of always end up leading to like some sort of climactic like either showdown or or battle that happens which is really fun um which um i really enjoy um uh man they've been they, they've been they they set up some of these some of the showdowns in the game um to be very cinematic throughout the game um which is super fun uh there, there's there was like one where i was hunting down like um a God, what was I hunting down? I was hunting down like a, um, a uh, secret like uh, hidden armor that was in the game. Um, not yeah. in the secret hidden armor, but it was it was one that was rumored of like a legendary warrior from the past. Um, oh. It's a mission that you can find, and th- there's like legendary items that you can find in the game like that um, by like hearing it from people and the rumors that like people talk about in the game, and so. You track it down, you go on little, like, the missions to try and find out where it is on the island, and the island is sprawling, so it's it's gigantic enough where you like could easily miss anything. Um, but it's it, there was this one really great uh, uh, moment where um, all of a sudden uh, you get, you keep getting ambushed by some character that's stopping, that's like this masked character that's trying to stop you from uh, grabbing up this this item and. Uh, and towards the end, when you're when you're finally reaching the point where the item is, um, you get like drugged, and uh, you wake up uh, in the field that you that you like passed out in with the drug, and uh, it's raining like blood, and um, it's like super cinematic, like storm is happening, hurricane is happening around you, um, and it's just a showdown between you and this character, um, this like masked demon character that you're fighting with just probably just a real human in like the real world but you're drugged out of your mind at the moment and uh going through it super fucking fun man um just great cinematic moments is is what i what i really love about the game um with some of the samurai moments um but this this also kind of like leads into like my kind of topic for the week a little bit okay um mm-hmm. Um, for like the question for the overall question is like, what is like, like a big, like super cinematic moment that you really enjoyed playing through in a game, um, that you mm. felt like, like really just like, Oh shit, this is fucking epic right now. What I'm doing. Or, like, this is a moment that like seems really fucking cool, um, type of thing. Any, anything come to mind? Ooh, at the beginning of Breath of the Wild, where like you come out of the cave and like the camera pulls back, and you like see all of Hyrule before you. Ah, that part was dope. Got that chills. Got the chills, right? Yeah. It, yeah. 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 This is, this is the same thing I felt when I was going through some of these battles, um, where they'll set up like a cool duel. You know, mm-hmm. they'll do the whole samurai like duel thing, where like the characters will like be across from each other. It like different camera angles will, will happen, and then like the the characters will slowly draw their swords and then it just like goes right into this like epic duel between the two. And like, it's, it's always like in a really pretty area as well too. Like, um, I remember like tracking down like this, this, I was looking for, uh, a legendary bow that was in the game and Mm -hmm. you come to like the secret shrine and this person thinks that you're there 
trying to steal uh, or desecrate the grave and like you're fighting like this field of flowers um it's fucking cinematic and beautiful and you're just like every single time you're 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 landing and you're blocking the sparks from the from the swords are happening and then when you land the blow of course like the blood starts like happening and like your clothes gets tattered um doing the the rolling uh maneuvers in the game when your character starts like gathering dirty dirtying up your clothes and by the end of it you just look like you went through hell (laughs) Uh so really cool stuff but yeah uh, cinematic moments things that gave you like those like fuck this is really cool Anything? I, mean, I got, I got to give it to a wonderful one on one. Oh yeah, where the final in the final battle where you're fighting this gigantic robot in space, mm-hmm. and it's like charging this big beam to destroy the Earth, and you're you're in this big magically made like uh, robot, and you pick up your your like uh, flagship that you've been flying around in the whole game, like going from place to place. You pick it up and you use it as a gun, and you shoot, and there's a big like laser clash and there's a prompt that comes up and it says mash x to save the earth and it's very exciting <laughs> i like that mash x yeah, to, save the earth. Mash, mash <laughs> to save the earth is one of the best prompts ever made by mankind <laughs> uh yeah that one's a lot of fun i gotta get back and finish my wonderful 101 that i bought on the switch nice nice Antonio, anything anything come to mind yeah, uh, the first my first full playthrough of Assassin's Creed Two. Oh, uh, like like eleven years ago. Because um, when I was when I was playing that game, I was also writing, and I didn't know that this is what this game was about. But at this point, I was also writing a movie about. Uh, so, like, I, when I was young, I really loved the ancient astronaut theory. Like, oh, uh, really early stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, like, I was a big fan of, like, reading about, like, the Anunnaki and Sumerian, you know, kind of stories told as ancient astronaut theory. And, like, now it's just like, well, yeah, that's a, a lot of stretch in it. But, um, like, 11 years ago when I was, like, you know, like, 18, 19, 20 I I thought, uh, man, this shit is like the coolest fucking shit I've ever heard because it's just really fun mythologies um, given a modern kind of like it's like a modern mythology almost mm-hmm. ancient astronaut theories, and so um, I was really into it. I was re- I wrote a screenplay um, about uh, the like I, I wrote the ancient astronaut theory as a screenplay at that time while I was playing Assassin's Creed Two. And it turns out Assassin's Creed 2 is about ancient astronaut theory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> and so there's a scene where, like, as you're playing the game, you're collecting these little snippets of, like, the truth. I can't, I can't really remember because it was more than a decade ago. But you're collecting these little snippets of, like, this, like... It's essentially what you're seeing is Adam and Eve escaping an ancient astronaut kind of, like, enclave type thing. Uh, and when I finally unlocked all of it, it like like because it just gives you like a second or two every single time you un- you find one of these things. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you finally unlock it, it turns it into like a forty second long clip uninterrupted, and it's very cool. And it gave like it was just the the right kind of stuff at the right time, done in the right way. And I remember thinking, "Fuck, this is a cool game." <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that that was uh, that was mine because it's like this like super modern city. But it's like in the Fertile Crescent, and like Adam and Eve are like naked, running off, run, run, like like parkouring on buildings, 
uh, and it like it was just so fucking cool. and, also, <laughs> and, and and also the the um I think the end of that one you talk to an ancient astronaut like AI or an ancient astronaut god and she explains to you how like Earth was colonized originally and I like that whole sequence too like I was blown away by how like specifically Taylor fit to the shit that I was into at that time and it was just it it, it all felt so epic and so yeah that's that's my big epic gaming moment. Epic game nice. moment. Very cool. Very cool. cool. Uh, yeah. Any any other ones from anybody? Oh, let me think. Well, I mean, I, I'll just I, let me. <laughs> I I haven't touched on this. I mean, I like to touch on this all the time. But uh, Mass Effect Two. Come on, oh, uh, like for me. Wow. Yeah. Won't that, shut up about it. I just won't shut up about it, guys. Mass Effect That's is the only game you've ever played. It's one of my favorite games of all time. But yeah, th- that game right there, I think, sets up like a like cinematic climax to to that. Like I felt like I climaxed multiple times <laughs> um, at the end of that. But yeah, th- just like the you could playing that game, gathering your resources, gathering your team, going on, like choosing to go on the loyalty missions or not, choosing whether you, you've built out your ship correctly. And then when you enter that last little bit, the suicide mission that everyone knows that's been on the horizon the entire game, that, you know, if you've built out your team, if you've built out their trust with you, if you, if you know what you're going to be doing, and if you've built out your ship strong enough to survive it, um, going through and hitting that like suicide mission um towards where you you know your you and your team go in there and um hit that cinematic moment where you travel through the mass effect relay um and you pop into this like uh, towards the collectorship and uh um you know it ends up being so cinematic they set it up so well and then you know it ends on like you um commander Shepard doing this like this epic speech to the team that you built up this entire game going in there and it, you're just like you're just ready for it man i was like fuck this is a great game god good game <laughs> <laughs> so that's just me i don't know anybody else anybody else got any last minute ones i don't think so yeah nothing's coming to mind all right all right all right well that's uh that's a mix of what I've been playing and a mix of my topics. So let's move on to topics of the week for, for officially with everybody. Um, let's start with Jason. Jason, what's your topic? All right. I'm going to talk about Steve. Steve. Oh yeah. Steve! Now he was well received. Yeah. He was well received. I don't see. I don't believe it. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds sarcastic. What is the problem? <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Jason. It's funny. Um, I think he does entirely too much, me personally. I went through, uh, John, did you watch the 45-minute, like, uh, what he does video with Sakurai? I did, actually, yes. 45 minutes, Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. There is, yeah. <laughs> so much. First of all, his B does three different things, depending on what you're doing at the time, which is... Yeah. Are you, <laughs> what does the B do three different things? Are you kidding me? This so much. So you can either mine, you can either craft, of course, or you could, uh, if you're in the air, you can put down the blocks. Oh my and god. <laughs> yeah, the blocks are a lot. Like, I can't even, I'm not gonna, like, get into detail of all the stuff you can do because it literally just goes on and on. I'm, like, I'm watching the video, and uh, my roommate's next to me, but I'm just watching on my laptop, and they don't have it dubbed um, because of 
COVID and whatnot. So they just have subtitles. So he can't hear what like is going on. So I'm kind of like giving him the play to play by play. And it's just shit like, well, well, you know, if you have a golden sword, the golden t- tools, they swing faster than the other tools, but they break easier. So jot that one down. And it's just, <laughs> a, it's just like an endless list of random bullshit that he can do. There's like the fucking minecart mechanics where it's like, oh, of course, the minecart can't go well uphill, of course. But, you know, you could make the powered rails if you have the right materials from, <laughs> from your mining. And then you can go the up. And it, it does so much. The, uh, there's like, yeah. um, there's a fucking TNT block. The TNT block goes out, it sits on, you can hit it, you can make it explode, but you can also use materials to make a fuse and a, a pressure plate to trigger it remotely. But also, if whoever triggers the bomb, they take less damage from the explosion if you get involved. So that's another thing to keep in mind. It's like, what the fuck? No other character. You've got characters like fucking goddamn Bowser. He's got like one mechanic, and it's like you put them side by side, and it's not even fair. I don't understand. You can't just go so hog wild with your game design. Jesus. Yeah, they did did fucking go totally hog wild with this one. Like, it's very, oh my god, they added so much weird shit to this character. Mm -hmm. The only character that can glide. Like, why is. Well, I I feel like other characters have similar abilities that are basically like a glide. Uh, name one. I mean, because, like, I mean, Rosalina is kind of like, uh, you can kind of, like, go sideways with her. Yeah, but it's not the same. You go in a stasis state. Like, fucking Minecraft, you can practically do, like, fucking loop-de-loops and shit. Right. Well, it's basically, because the glide is basically just, it's it's basically like, uh, like, a, like a vertical recovery, but also like a horizontal recovery, too, if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his vertical cover, vertical recovery. I don't think is going to be very good. Well, the, uh, ver- the 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 elytra or the the glidey thing that is the that is his up special. So yeah. like, I think that's the recovery move. But then also you can like you can just make though. blocks. You can just walk. Yeah, you can't just make blocks and then walk back to the stage. <laughs> you can just go walk and put on the blocks and do whatever you want. <laughs> um, my when I was watching it and I uh, told my roommate like who got announced and he's his first question was can you make a dick with the blocks and i'm just like i probably i don't see why they could stop you like definitely can boy (laughs) um (laughs) it's funny that the character has like the like the lowest jump of any character yeah his his first jump is really bad but his second jump is good so jot that down (laughs) he's got there's like mechanics if you're not playing on a like a competitive like battlefield stage or an omega stage if you're playing on like a regular stage depending on where you're standing on the stage you get different materials so like obviously if you're standing on the wood part of the stage you get more wood materials but also different like different um environments like wood and stone they you can mine wood faster the stone you get better quality but like it mines slower and shit and it's just like why is there so much stuff you got to keep track of it's crazy yeah. but except on on omega and battlefield yeah. stages it's all just the same it's not random yeah. it's just a set order it's a set order which is nice i do yeah. like that huh. um there's no there's no luck involved no one's going to be griping about not being getting any diamonds for their for their cuz you can 
you can g- gather materials and then you can go to your crafting box, which you can go there and hold down B and you can upgrade your weapons so that they do more damage and they're more durable. But also your crafting box can be destroyed in a couple of hits by either you or your opponent, which makes it despawn for like five or so seconds and then it'll respawn. But also if you hold down shield and press B, it'll spawn your crafting box to your location. So jot that all down. You guys yeah. got that? I, I got it. <laughs> that just fucking seemed, I don't even know what to think about that. Also, by the way, there's a meter. Yeah, there's a a meter? It's a meter that fucking tracks like six different things. And also there's like two different icons next to the meter. Yeah, there's two icons. There's the gold and the diamond icons. But also there's redstone, which isn't tracked on either meter. But you can still collect anyways. Which, like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Ah. Yeah. You need different materials for different moves. Oh, his down air is, I frankly, quite frankly, disgust me. I am not looking forward to his down air. The down air, he is jumps up. Anvil or the anvil. That, so yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like a classic uh, down air where like it launches you down like your whole body, but you yeah. can. This is like an he puts an anvil below him and he can travel down with it, but he can also cancel out of it at any time. But oh, the anvil, shit. yeah, no, but the anvil keeps dropping. Um, so he just like jumps off it. So it's kind of like a villager bowling ball, but you can do it anywhere. It costs an iron, but like whatever. <laughs> that is gonna be disgusting, quite frankly. Yeah. Um and then like he can he can like jump out and like put a block down and then like ledge guard you with a smash attack, like off the fucking stage. <laughs> like, like no yeah. one else can do that. <laughs> Maybe Min Min. Min Min can kind of do that. Yeah, that's true. Um, wow. They just did so much with them. And like some parts, it looks just funny and goofy. But other parts, it's like, oh, no, that looks really dangerous. Yeah. Hmm. Also, uh, the, don't f- hmm? forget the fucking minecart where you yeah, can was, fucking go in the minecart. Mine and then uh, if you jump out, the other person will get stuck in the minecart and then they can fall off the stage. Yeah, it's a it's pretty much a command grab. Yeah, you can also destroy the minecart. You can if you hit it, it uh, pretty much becomes inactive, which is kind of interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a part in the in the 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 video where Sakurai is like, "I'm gonna use one of my ultimate techniques," and he's he's on a non-competitive stage, so like he brings up the minecart and he only has to build a little bit of track, and it's like it's between a rock and a and a tree, and the minecart's just like bouncing back and forth infinitely, and I'm like, yeah, that does. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, also Sakurai cracks me up. Yeah. Um he's like they have to film it for his, from his home, so he has to like give like a whole explanation as to why they're at home. And then at the end, or in the middle, he breaks out his own like Minecraft sword that also turns into a pickaxe. <laughs> like that thing looks really uncomfortable to hold. It's made out of pointy edges. Like Yeah. <laughs> um is at the end when he's showing off the amiibos and he's like, look at this extremely rare Banjo-Kazooie prototype that only I have. Like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> is, is he just he's just going through and fucking like draw, like fucking uh, sh- fucking my cribs in this where he's just like, look at these. <laughs> look at these cool figures. What is yeah, cool shit I have? Uh, that's funny. Yeah, Minecraft is going to be fucking wild, dude. Yeah, it's a fucking so, game changer. Comes out like next Tuesday, I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit. And we still have four more characters, which is exciting. Wow. I don't think anyone's ever going to be as complex as this one, though. Yeah. Or will, they, ex- or will I, they just keep getting more complex? I, God, just, I don't even know what character you could choose that would be more complex than this. Well, who would they do? Like, I don't know. Dante. I wonder if the complexity will ever allow it to be a meta game character. What do you I mean? wonder. Like, like if it's going to be competitively viable? Yeah, like if it'll, because because it's just so complex. I wonder if it'll only ever be like the kind of thing that you fuck around with and not really like a thing you could ever master. Because like the, the, like something like Kirby, it's so like self explanatory. It gives you a lot of time to just be like, exactly. Yeah, quick with it. Yeah. But when you, like, when I was playing with Hero, right? That's that guy that, the mm-hmm. Gohan looking guy. Yeah. When I was playing with Hero, like there's so much nuance to like there's no way that I could ever have like that fast enough reaction time to compete with something that's a little bit more direct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where um I think I think he is gonna be good because his he has like resources and resource management, but it's not something you have to track super hard. It's like you can especially if you're on a competitive stage, you can mine anywhere. And you're just you're just gonna get materials that are gonna be good for you. Right. And then like the only real thing you have to track is like your iron. Iron seems like it's the most important resource. And I'm yeah. I'm in, I'm envisioning a situation where like I'm watching like footage from a tournament and like one character's Minecraft Steve. And I am I I hear the narrator, he's like it's like, oh well, you know, they're down to a one-on-one situation, you know, the the, the opponent's laying on pressure, but Steve's got three thick pieces of iron left and he's really gonna have to have to be careful about how he uses those because they're gonna be a really valuable resource and i'm just i'm, I'm thinking about the situations where like okay where you where you want to protect your crafting table because you need you need that to make your shit better but they can attack it you can spawn it to you but if they manage to get it down you're kind of weaker for five seconds and then there's a window and i just uh it seems like it's gonna be a lot but yeah, i do seems- think it's gonna be it seems like there's gonna be a lot of micromanaging. Yeah, but but I don't know. It's it's also simple though. It's like where if you use the blocks, right? The blocks they specifically say that it uses your least valuable resources first. Yeah, and then as you use that up, like you'll you'll get to your better stuff, and you don't want to do that. Um, and then like the the weapons to upgrade them that requires that'll automatically use your most valuable equipment first. Um, so it's like it's a lot of the, the the game tracks a lot of it for you, and it's like the crafting. All you have to do is hold down B. Like it's not like you're actually doing any mental work with that. So I don't know, but he does. He seems like he'll be a high skill ceiling, but like really high reward. Hmm. Interesting. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, he's releasing very soon, so. Yeah, oh, do you guys think the announcer? Will say Steve, or will he say Minecraft Steve? Uh, I think he'll say Steve. Yeah, he'll Steve. probably just say Steve. Just say probably, Steve. I think it'd be funnier the other way. I'd say Minecraft Zombie, but I don't <laughs> think yeah. for Steve. He'll say Steve. Do you think? Do you think the announcer will say the other names? Will he oh, say yeah. Zombie? Enderman. The announcer wait, says wait. like Iggy and you, Wendy and all the stuff for yeah, Bowser yeah, Junior's variants. Are yeah. though that's the, his color variants are like zombie and skeleton and shit. Well, not, yeah, 
not skeleton, but the Enderman and zombie, and then Alex, which is basically like the female version of Steve. Yeah, yeah. God, even Alex each get awesome. three different outfits, and then the seventh and eighth slots are zombie and Enderman. Which I'm probably going to do Enderman personally. And also, Steve has like the best tea bag in the game. Just it's just that's like a one, true. It's like a one frame crouch. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a lot of VM coming from that. Yeah, can't wait. Nice, nice. Yeah, it is nice. All right, good topic, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was big when I saw it. I was like, "Fucking Steve!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It blew up the internet for like a day. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I mean, uh, let's see. You said next Tuesday, probably. Is that what it says? Tuesday, I think. Yeah. All right. So a couple weeks from now, we'll probably get a review on them, huh? Yeah. All right. I'll right. probably get a lot of time by them. I expect some reviews. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to uh, another, another topic. Uh, Tony, you got a topic? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but we just got another. We got. I don't know if we had this before, but I'm, I'm going to mention it like we just got it because I just found out about it. But we got another trailer and the release date for um, for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, did we? Yes, mm-hmm. I did not. See that. So it is coming out in November. Next coming out next month. Yep. Um, and gone gold. I am fucking hyped this shit. Mm. But is but... it coming out for the PC on launch day? Mm. I don't Let's know. See. Because if it's not coming out for the PC on launch day, then the entire game can get fucked forever. Oh no. <laughs> because I'm not gonna go buy a $300 system to play this game. I'm not gonna go buy a shitty gaming computer when I already have a gaming computer. It says <laughs> under platforms Microsoft Windows. Uh, okay. Then yeah, it should be fine then. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, so that's what I'm really excited about. I uh, I guess my topic is I'm just really fucking excited about about Cyberpunk 2077. Like the everything that they showed in this last trailer looked phenomenal. It looks like such a vibe. I I really like this is going to be another one of those games where it's just like okay, if if on launch day the entire world doesn't shit on it because sometimes it happens. Sometimes I'll be like hyped for a game and the whole world will shit on it and then I'll be like it's a good thing I didn't buy it yet. Yeah, and I never buy it and I never even play it. But this game, um, like, I'm going to give it 24 fucking hours. It gets one day to to have people either either uh, shit on it or not shit on it. Even if it gets mixed reviews, I think I'll pick it up. But, man, does it look fucking good, man. I'm watching the trailer right now, and it's it starts with Keanu Reeves. Yes. And then it's got Billie Eilish's bad guy playing in the background. I'm like, wow, yeah. this is a strong impact immediately. <laughs> But yeah. it looked really nice. Yeah, I, I've I've good. gone media dark on it because I don't want to learn anything more about it. Uh, I just want to fucking play it. Uh, I've been hyped about this game uh, since we did our our reaction to it at uh, at on E3 um, when it yeah. first was announced uh, back in the day. Um, yeah. But man, this game uh, after November nineteenth, everything fucking stops. Unless this game, yeah. unless this game comes out and is complete dog shit, and the reviews yeah. are like stellar bad, yeah, um, yeah. Then like I'll if be... it's like a Watch Dogs Division type situation where like I get unimaginably hyped and then the game comes out and within a day everyone's just like, yeah, don't 
don't don't get this game. This is yeah. a bad game. Or like No Man's Sky, you know? Yeah. Or like right. up until release late, everyone's just like, are they going to be able to fucking deliver on this shit? And then the game comes out and it's just like, oh, yes, I need my money back, please. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is not good. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. be a camera situation. Now, let's see. Uh, I, I have faith in uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, you know, well, of course you do. What? What the that fuck does mean? that mean? <laughs> Wait, isn't, isn't CD Projekt Red the ones that did uh, uh, all the games that you play? What? What are the, like the Dead Space games? What are they? <laughs> Mass Effect? <laughs> no, Mass Effect no, 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 no. Bioware did what? a Mass Effect. Um, oh, what? What did CD Projekt Red do? They did, they're known they, for something. They did the Witcher series. Oh, the Witcher. That's right. Yeah. So they have to be good. Yeah, so I, that, I remember them doing like a big series, a big franchise. I, I didn't, I couldn't remember which one. I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, of course, you fucking like him. <laughs> the way he said it too it was like it was supposed to be offensive. I was like, what? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> is it is it because of Asian? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, like no, it's it. Oh man, it. I have faith in them. I I believe in them. It's just like, yeah, this is. It's scary, I think, especially for them, like jumping into something and they're like, I know that they're the entire company's like, fucking please let this be as good as we think it's going to be, like as we know it is in our hearts. But like, you never know, you know, it releases out there and something goes wrong. But uh, I, I'm, I'm on with the aesthetic. I'm on with the gameplay. I'm on with like everything they revealed so far. Have they shown gameplay gameplay, though? A little bit, yeah. They've they've showed a decent amount of gameplay. Uh, I mean, there's been there's hours and hours of footage out there of different things, but yeah, I'm I'm on for what I for, for the little bit they've shown, but I'm on with like yeah, everything that they that they've shown so far has has hit all the notes of like yeah, I'm fucking digging this game, you know, yeah. Um, so I hope, you know, I have faith that when it comes out and drops out there, like everything stops and uh that's, yeah. the, that's the game that's gonna fucking take over everything so yeah i mean it'll be the first game in a long time that i like make some time for but it just i mean it looks ridiculous ridiculous yeah every time i like right now i'm watching gameplay footage and it's just like jesus christ this game looks like a fucking game I don't, is it? Do you guys know if it's multiplayer? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. It's just like a one-player so. game. I think it's. I think it's one-player. Okay, like there's no like multiplayer aspect, like a um, what's it called, like um, uh, I... Grand Theft Auto kind of situation where you hmm. can like jump into a world and just kind of vibe with everybody. It's a good question. I don't have that information. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it looks fun. I can't wait till it comes out. It'll be a it'll be one where all of us are playing it and our our <laughs> our uh what what have you been playing will just be the four of us talking about our experiences with this game. Yeah, I I really hope and I I, I hope that we all have different experiences with it too cuz like there's there's different pathways everyone can choose. Sure. And so like I I really hope that when we come together like after that game drops and we played a big chunk of it and we come back together and talk about our uh talk about the game. We just all have like different complete different like pathways we've chosen um oh yeah of course yeah because there's a, a lot of different like endings and shit right 
Yeah, I think there's also different factions and stuff like that you can choose to go down as well, right? Like, I think. There's... Damn, that's gonna be really cool, man. We're gonna have to change the name of the show to No Games No Life Twenty or uh, Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. Yeah, like I, I, I am completely down for it. I know, I know, Jason was big on it. John, you're uh, John. Are you is okay? Is everyone getting it day one? I'm, I'm, I'm probably so... getting it day one. I'll, at worst, I'll get it day two. Well, here's the thing. Oh no. Oh boy. I'm probably not gonna get it until I get a PS5. Oh no. Which like PS5 is gonna be hard to get at launch. So I'm probably gonna wait like a month. Oh. And then like I'll get the game then. Cause like I don't wanna at this point, we're so close to the release of PS5. I don't wanna really shell out the money to get a PS4. So I'm just gonna wait. And then I'll play. <laughs> so oh. we'll see how that turns out. That's going to be uh, 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 some rough waters with spoilers at that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a good point because I'm also on board for, for PS5, but pre-orders haven't been easy. So I, I'm going to see where I land on like picking mine up whenever I can find one available out there. But it's an interesting fact right there. Yeah. Cause, cause, uh, PS5 releases like a week before, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, John, what are you? Pretty... What are you doing? Uh, you know, I I I'm not sure. I think my plan my plan was basically to like wait till it comes out and see what people think of it because like obviously it looks fucking great, right? Yeah. Like I don't know, don't know if it would be a game that I'd play a whole lot. I don't know. I have to. I, I I'm gonna have to see a let's play first. And then if it looks like, if I'm like, holy shit, this game looks so fucking good, I'll probably buy it. Mm. So just because, like, uh, I my, my computer technically does meet the minimum requirements to play the game, but, like, also it's, like, a game that, like, definitely seems like it should be played with the proper requirements. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll fucking set your computer on fire if you don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my computer is, uh, I think it's, it's, it's ready for maybe not max, uh, but I've I've got a a computer that's that's good enough for like high settings. I don't think I'll be able to put them on max though, because I bet you that game's max requirements are gonna be pretty fucking like through the roof. No, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I could never. Uh, I couldn't run it on any of my PCs. I'm sure my PC or my laptop would wouldn't be able to do it at all. <laughs> so console's kind of my only option. Right. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, hopefully. I mean, if anything, we'll just hear, we'll be like weeks and weeks of Antonio just talking about it to us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, guys, you can't believe what just happened this week. It's going to be Terraria all over again. It's, it's, yeah. fucking, ho- it's fucking Hollow Knight and Terraria all over again. Yeah, first day we're just like, dude, you go on very long diatribes about this shit. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Me okay. too. Cool stuff. Good stuff. Uh, John, topic? Yeah. What is goofiest animation in a video game? You're going to have to say that one again. What is the goofiest animation in a video game? So you saying animation? Yes, yeah, animation. animation. John, your voice is like uh, the all digital for some reason. I heard oh, fine. Shit. I heard fine. Yeah, my fine. end. It's probably just my end. Animation, okay. Uh, the, the goofiest, goofiest animation. Yeah. Example, hmm. John. Example. 
I always really liked in uh, what's it called? Ghosts and Ghouls. Like when you jump and like you fucking your arms and legs like splay out all over the place. Yeah, yeah it's like do, that's a fun animation. <laughs> it doesn't look real. Oh, okay. All right. So something that's supposed to be in the game, but it's just like it makes you chuckle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's just like I don't know. Like it's just it's kind of distracting or like kind of like noteworthy. I, so I, one that comes to mind for me is um, in uh, Banjo Kazooie, I think, in Banjo Tooie huh? for sure. I don't. I, I actually, I, I've never played Banjo Kazooie, so um, I don't know if that happened in this, in that game. But in Banjo Tooie, whenever a character would be talking to you, they'd be there'd be like a little like screen in the lower right hand corner, and oh. they'd be like, bah, 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 and then they'd just be like, like hmm. fucking away kind of shit. Uh, and like, and every single character would have their own thing. So it'd be like, and their just mouth would be moving. I always thought that like, that was the goofiest fucking shit. Even when I was a kid and playing those games on the 64, I always remember thinking, this is some goofy shit in the corner. Like I would always laugh. Me and my brother would do that shit to each other. I like it. I like it. I really like in smash bros if you're playing king ddd and you do his crouch he just gets down and it's like this nice sultry pose oh yeah that's a good one yeah and then like his running animation he does like the whole like jumping like fall slide thing Mm -hmm. i really like those because they remind me of the old games yeah yeah here's Uh, a question what's the what's the deal with luigi's animation in smash because like he's got that weird like taunt where like he like falls and then he'll like (laughs) like instantly pick up again and fall again is yeah. it like a reference to something? What's the deal with that? Not anything else. They just like they really just eff- emphasize that Luigi's like a kind of a goofball. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. he Another does like one of the things that I ball. kind of like early on. Speaking of Luigi and being a goofball, um, one, uh, one of the early on animations that I thought was funny, and I know that there's like a very like specific reason for why this is the case because it was like a reskin of an older game, but Super Mario Brothers Two. Um, mm-hmm. which was a reskin of some other game, uh, Peach's floating kind of mechanic mm-hmm. and, uh, and Luigi's like weird long jump kind of thing. Those two things were, um, were funny to me. Like when I was grow- like a kid, I was like, that's, that's a silly kind of situation. Why, right. why does Peach just get to float like that? Oh, and Yoshi's kind of like strained uh, jump oh, from oh, yeah. uh, Mario Brothers 2, uh, Super Mario World 2. Those are all like very weird kind of choices that I always thought were goofy. That Yoshi one is a really weird choice. Like, is that the idea? Is that he's literally just like straining and like trying to like flap himself in the air so much? That's what yeah. I, mean, I guess. Yeah, he's got to kick his legs really fast. It's yeah, hard. It's hilarious. Uh, is what it is. <laughs> one of my favorite animations and games um, of all time is the Kirby taunt. The wow, or he just oh, yeah, that's a good one. where he just waves his arms, hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> he's just like hi, basically. And uh, <laughs> me and my friends used to laugh and crack up all the time when you have Kirby and you can just taunt with him in, in games, uh, and just see him just wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mar- in, 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 in Mario Super Strikers. Whenever we're not, maybe not every time, but when Waluigi would score a goal, he would like jump out and he'd do like the crotch rocket at the crowd. And I think that's really funny. <laughs> He's telling the whole crowd to suck his wee wee. 
Nice. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Good topic, John. Thanks. All right. Uh, and that was all the topics we got for this week. Um, so you know what time it is? <gasps> what time I is it? It's time for John's adventure. <gasps> oh! <laughs> adventure. All right. Time. Last time, uh, Jason, you left us on a cliffhanger. Sure where did. John walked into a restaurant and met the one and only Steve Buscemi. That's right. And I'm in a world that's just slightly. Was it? It's just a little more fun, you know. A little just more fun. Yeah. More fun. We've been taking that. We've been taking that phrase at liberty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, because a little more fun turned into like bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking. That's right. We were talking about like fucking like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and like Spy Kids three last time. So I think that's Spy why Kids two. Semi came up. Oh that's yeah, exactly it was, that, it was Spy thing. Kids two. That's right. Somebody <laughs> mentioned Spy Kids two, so I had to do my duty and put. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, he uh, he fell down a cliff that ended up not being a cliff. Yeah, exactly. that's right. There was a fucking cliff that was just painted on the top <laughs> to look like a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Classic Spy Kids two. Yeah. Spy Kids two. Classic, classic movie. All right, so jo- uh, John, you're gonna be you're in this restaurant. I forget what restaurant it is. I don't remember what we named it. So. Lord Doggington was there though. Lord Doggington. I don't think there was a name for the restaurant. You you offended the. Oh uh, well, yeah, because he went out to dinner with the River Spirit and offended mm-hmm. her because he they were engaged to be engaged. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So. She was taking things way too fast, so I had to break it off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, and then you ran into Steve Buscemi there. So that's right. Uh, let's see where it ha- where it picks up from here. Jason, we'll have you pick it up. Oh me, we'll have you right. pick it up from there. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. You're in the restaurant. Steve Buscemi's there, and he, he said, it. "He said you're the first human I've seen here in years." <laughs> oh my gosh, are you the actual Steve Buscemi? Yes, I've been trapped in this this oh. mystical land for years. Oh my god! Wait, for years? For I, weren't, years. Weren't you in a movie recently? I what are you talking like, about? I feel like you had to be in a movie recently. That can't be true. I've been here. There must be an imposter of me. Oh, oh my god! the other world. There's a Steve Buscemi imposter. Oh my gosh! Oh, by the way, I'm a huge fan. I I, I oh. love Fargo so much. Thank, I thank love you. Doing would, you that. Like, would you like an autograph? I got you know I got a napkin here. Yeah, uh, sign. You can sign the napkin. Yeah, sign the napkin. Yeah. Okay. Who am I making it out to? Uh, make it out to um uh uh John. Just to John. It's me, John. Um. He he scribbles down on the the um uh, the napkin and he uh-huh. hands it to you and you you see it and it just in in very big letters it says help me and then like a little heart that says Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay uh oh man you know what uh thank you so much for this autograph you know i can't let you give me an autograph without uh, me writing you a check so i just i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up a napkin and i'm also going i'm gonna write a check write a check on a, on a bar napkin how it works so yeah i'm I'm gonna pretend to write a check on this napkin but i'm gonna be like 
what what's happening on the napkin and i'm gonna see like here's your check steve buscemi mm, check please <laughs> check um, please <laughs> uh he, he takes it he reads it and and then he says very loudly i've been trapped here for years wait he says it loudly yeah oh okay well oh oh okay uh should we uh should we try to get you out then? I mean, I'm also trying kind of trying to leave this place too. Well, how how did you get here? Oh fuck, you know, I actually don't remember. Uh fucking uh I want to say I like fell through a portal. I don't know, I don't remember. Well, that's not good. You we'll remember start- Steve Buscemi? No. After the after a couple of years here, all my memories started to to fade away. You know, the, anything from the past seven and a half years is all gone. I only remember the past three months. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's um, uh, let's let's ask. Is Lord is Lord Doggington still here? Um, yeah, he leaves. Yeah. No, he he went back to his table, but he yeah. is uh, he's avoiding eye contact with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. Uh, and instead of going to Lord Lord Duncan, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet someone new. I'm gonna go to the bartender. I'll say, "Hey there, bartender. How's um, it going?" Okay, let's see. Bartender, I'm envisioning um, a turtle wearing a nice tuxedo. Okay, uh, turns around. He says, "Oh, oh no." Oh no, we lost oh, Jason. No. Oh, oh no. What did he say? Oh, oh no, we lost Jason. <laughs> Sorry about that. I accidentally hit the mute button. He goes, <laughs> Oh, hello. What can I do for you? Hey, yeah. So uh we're me and my friend here, Steve. Uh we I call him Steve now because we're friends. But uh <laughs> Uh, like, do you have any idea? Like, we're kind of lost. Do you have any idea how to get out of this world that's just slightly more fun? Well, that depends. Are you thirsty? I, I mean, uh, uh, yes, I am thirsty. I, I see what you mean. I'll, uh, I'll have a have a mint julep. In the bar. Uh, mint julep. Yeah. All right. Um, he makes it, but uh, it's it's very strong. Oh. Messed up the ratios a bit. Oh, you put so, too much. You put enough <laughs> mint in it. Okay. When you when you when you you drink your drink, take a roll to to see how well you you hold your drink. Okay. I got a nineteen. So no. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me um make this uh, mint julep for you uh, real quick here. Um. So uh, uh where are you from? Oh, I'm from the world that isn't slightly more fun. Just the world, you know. Oh, I forgot he had a, a slow voice. Oh, that's um, that's very interesting. What's that world like? It's uh, you know, it's a lot like this world, but just you know, slightly less fun. Oh, what are the turtle people like there? Oh, the turtle people. You know, they they wear casual clothes. They don't really wear tuxedos like uh, like you do. That's that's so sad. Here's your mint julep. By oh, the way. thank you. Oh man, I just like guzzle it down. Oh, I'm really thirsty. Yikes! I could have just given you water. I'll take a water too, but you know, I'm just you know, I'm. I like mint juleps. What can I say? 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're you're a very weird looking man. I've only ever seen another one like you. Uh, oh, my friend Steve yeah. over there. He comes in here on and off. He's been coming in here for a while. Yeah, uh, really? Are there are there people like you moving into this side of town? <laughs> I mean, uh, we're I'm, uh, we're just passing through. We're not really planning on staying, or at least I'm not planning on staying for very long. I think Steve has been here for a little while, but he wants to on home. Oh well, I mean, you can't leave. Oh no, no, you can't. You can't leave. Like why? Why not? Because uh, we want you to stay. Oh. When you say we, do you mean you and someone else, or just you? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you What are you talking about? I'm, I mean, I'm I'm addressing what you just said about the mint julep. Uh, um, <laughs> no, actually. Okay. Uh, well, quit being a weirdo, and then he just walks away. He walks into the back room. Hmm. I'm getting a a shady feeling about this turtle bartender. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, I'm go to Steve, Steve Buscemi. Hey, what's say, going on? Hey, hey Steve, I'm hey. gonna need you. Yeah. Uh, can you make a distraction for a bit? Can you just, like, uh, do that weird thing that you, that you do with your eyes? And yeah, like, real... just, like, just look at people with my regular eyes? Yeah, yeah, that's really distracting. Just, like, do that, yeah. and then everybody will, will, will draw, it'll draw attention, I can go do something while they're distracted. Yeah, of course. And he starts looking at people with his just regular look and they are very distracted by it. Okay. Well, while uh while they're distracted, I'm going to sneak into the back of the bar. Okay. Roll to see if you sneak in there. Okay. Oh, that's a 3, sir. <laughs> hey, bone. All right. All right. Uh you begin sneaking into the back. All right. Uh behind uh-huh. this 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 bar. Um and uh, you're, you're you're you think you're doing really well, right? And you're going down yeah. this 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 stairway into the cellar, and you're hearing voices and everything like that. Uh, and you're hearing the, t- the voice of the turtle man, and he's talking to someone. He's like, "Oh, I don't know about this new one. He's uh he's asking too many questions. He's not like old Steve up there who didn't ask any questions. He uh he's asking too much." And you hear this other one go like, well, you know, we're going to replace all the humans one by one with imagination people. So that's what we're going to do here. So uh, mm. we're going to knock them out. And uh, you know what? Fuck them. Throw them in the river. Um, <laughs> now, as you start sneaking down the you're sneaking down the hall, you think you're doing really well with the stealth mission. But you rolled a three, which means you were humming your own stealth music. And uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just do that instinctively. Oh man, I really hate it when I do that. And uh, they, you, they, the turtle man turns to hear you, and the man in the shadow, uh, this figure in the shadow, says, "He's here! Get him!" And he runs through this door in the cellar and closes up behind him. We didn't get a good look at him, but the turtle man's oh. like, "Well, we're gonna have to give you a little julep, more than mint." And he pulls out a club. I don't know. My pun's not that great. <laughs> It's a <laughs> good one, man. Is it like a club that just has the word julep carved into it? Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to go uh, home? Uh, 
Uh, wait, did he ask me that? Uh, yeah, he's he's like he's got his little club that says julep on it now. <laughs> he's like patting it in his, okay. in his hands. He's walking right. towards you. You wish to go home, huh? I uh, want you to die. And I'm going to go into my pocket and I'm going to pull out my autograph from Steve Buscemi. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's on a, it's on a napkin and I'm going to lick the napkin and I'm going to throw it in his face. So it gets stuck to his face. <laughs> roll, roll a D20. Oh, that's a two, sir. Two. Uh, Jason. Um, okay. What do I do with that? Um, keep going. You, keep it going. You take out the napkin and you see that the- oh, he muted himself. No, again. not again. <laughs> Jason, muted uh, Jason you muted yourself. So, what, what keeps happening is that like there's a part on my microphone and it's like rubbing up against the like drawer from my keyboard and it's just like oh. clicking the little button every time. Um, sorry about that. Okay, so you take out the napkin, you bring it up, and you're about to lick it, and you see that there's something written on the other side. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. What do you what's do? Written? What's what? Uh. Uh. Well, I'm gonna read it actually, because I got it too. So I'm probably just gonna get distracted from what I was originally doing. <laughs> it's uh, you flip it around, you read. There's a message on there. It says. <laughs> I noticed right away that time. Okay. Um, it, it says, do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears what he created? Whoa, that's deep. And when you, uh, as soon as you say that, there a shadow appears behind the turtle man and you, th- you hear a thwack and the turtle man falls to his knees. And behind him is Steve Buscemi with a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Buscemi with a baseball bat. That's me. Thanks a whole lot. That was really clutch. Anything for you. Came in there. Uh, Thanks, man. Now, why Uh, don't we get up on out of here, huh? Yeah. uh, Let's follow that guy uh, that ran away. He seemed to know what was going on. Uh, Yeah, it seems I've uncovered a plot. Uh, slowly replace everybody with imaginary people. The people from the real world are being replaced with imaginary people. Wow. That's crazy. I've never heard anything like that before. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, so, I'm gonna... Which way did that gonna, guy go? Uh, he went uh, this way, and I'm gonna go that way. <laughs> Alright. Steve Buscemi follows you. Okay. Uh, I, I I imagine he's maybe be- went behind like a like a like a secret door or like there was some kind of like like bookshelf or something like that that he there's like a secret door behind. That's what I, I mean. look for one of those. Why'd you look around for some sort of weird visual clue? Yes, I will do that. Okay. Oh, that's another two. Wow, Antonio, give us a cliffhanger. Uh, so. You walk into uh, as you're so there's a door in front of you as you're walking, um, and you open the door as you're reading the door. So you do get your clue, but as you're reading the door, it says lava room, and you walk right into it. Oh no! (laughs) And you fall all the way down onto a tiny little uh, like piece of rock surrounded by a giant lava pool. Oh no! 
how will I ever get out of this situation? Well, Classic find out next time. <laughs> Classic lava pool trap. Got him. <laughs> See if you find any clues. Right, 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 right. Oh, shit. <laughs> the clue was lava. <laughs> the clue was lava. <laughs> All right. Find out what happens next time uh, as it's John and Steve and his friend Steve versus a lava room. <laughs> <laughs> the plot is thickening. Let's see. Plot is thickening indeed. All right. So uh, that was our podcast for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us here. If you get a chance, visit our website, popsavernetwork.com, Facebook, Instagram, at popsavernetwork. Um, and if you guys got any questions or comments or anything like that, send it. Send it to us at popsamynetwork at gmail.com. So, be cool. Uh, yeah, this has been your host, Jelani, along with... John's been here. I've, I have indeed been here. Jason's been here. I've also been here. Tony's been here. I was here in spirit. Yes. And uh, for the final thought of the week, let's go to hmm, John. <sighs> oh, man. Why? What? You know what's the deal with wallpaper? Like fucking. Why you gotta put paper on your walls, idiot? And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys Somebody, next week. Somebody <laughs> finally said it. <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I catch you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye. Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe, and tune in next time. Same Pop Samurai time, same Pop Samurai channel.